Welcome to Sad Styles Productions. Let me run you through our daily specials. On Tuesday, relive your childhood gaming memories on the Retrograde Podcast. On Thursday, the Jackass crew relives the pain and glory of the TV show Jackass. Also on Thursday, Mikey and Brian let you in on all the secrets of sports marketing on the sign-off, a framework podcast. On Fridays, losing money with Andrew Baskin helps satisfy your 20-minute sports gambling fix. Keep your hands inside the car at all times. Enjoy the ride. Get into it. Coming up... A Sad Styles production. Get into it! Uh, <laughs> Psychonauts. Psychonauts. Yeah. Uh, I think we'll be able to figure it out and just play through the Milkman level like that. Um, that's what it's called. Yeah, without prompting, that is a hilarious name for a level. <laughs> play that Milkman level. It's really good. It's notoriously yeah. the best one, and Meat Circus is notorious the worst. <laughs> okay, wow. So the names of these levels are something. It's basically you want a food type thing. Yes. And then you want a, a noun. Okay. So meat circus. Right. Milk man. Okay. Lemon. Yep. Party. Party. Yeah. Lemon party. Lemon party. Okay. That's, which is my favorite level in this game. <laughs> and welcome to the Retrograde Podcast, where we remind you what you used to love and whether or not you still should. I'm Andrew Bascom, and with me, as always, the bad boy of podcasting, Mr. Bebop. Tim Mikey Schaeferenworth. <laughs> I thought you forgot your name for half a second. I'm like, Tim, uh-oh. Like he's not feeling well. <laughs> it's happening again. It's happening. It's, oh, is it nighttime? Is he sundowning again? Oh, he's so he sad. Is. He is sundowning at 6.42 p.m. <laughs> yeah. That, of course, is Mikey Aaronworth, and we are back for another week of the Retrograde Podcast. Back at it again with the white vans. Oh. As always, Andrew, thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> Yeah, I like throwing that at you. Sometimes. Permanent guest, yes. yeah. Um, obviously, Tim Mikey Schaefer Aaronworth is because Tim Schaefer, right, the creator of today's game. Ah. Which, if you've been so kind as to read the title of today's episode, <laughs> what? how do you think they do it? How do you think they listen without clicking and seeing the title? <laughs> just blindly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just I, I just is kind that of Instagram. Like, I that? scroll through the iTunes feed and just kind of like point on one. And yeah, get it. and it's usually Rogan. That's how you use the dating apps as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I don't know. That's don't why know. it's not working out so well for. Oh, me. I'm starting to hear yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Do you want to talk more about that? Um, later in the episode, I'm sure it'll come up. I'm, it usually does. Casually, it will. You yeah, know, we're yeah. foreshadowing to something we didn't even plan for. No, of course not. Yeah. It, you know what? All of our uh, or, or many of our uh, uh, D pads out uh-huh. there on yeah. social media are. I'll say actively making fun of me for my Batman obsession now. It's very common. <laughs> well, you talked about it every week for, I don't know, dozens of weeks. Uh-huh. Dozens yeah. of weeks. That is my my preferred measurement of weeks is in the dozens. A, a few fortnights, if you will. A few fortnights, um, yes. You, okay, so you last time for Papa's Purchases... Uh-huh. Uh, you know, showed your comics and you're I like, did. look, I, I got comics. Right. How did these, how did those go? Uh, they went amazing. And I know you're setting me up thinking I'm going to say, I haven't finished them. No, I'm trying to set you up saying they were amazing. You finished them. I did. I finished, oh, I there finished, we go. uh, Batman, the white knight, which was amazing. Uh, and, and is a great name for a comic. <laughs> <laughs> so wait a second. First yeah. of all, it isn't, but it's, it's, uh, it's a, it, a lot of people bought it for the wrong reason. For the much, <laughs> what the hell? He doesn't like, talk I, about it at all. I always knew Batman was on our side. <laughs> exactly. It must have been some metaphor or yeah, something. Yeah, he didn't exactly. say anything at all. But what about the other one? The other one is uh, is is Batman Damned, and I'm I'm a quarter of the way through it. <laughs> 
Well, I, I mean, you know, I'm taking my time with it. But this is, I think we're getting at the root of the problem. If you don't know at home, yes. uh, if you're not a true D-pad, first of all, welcome. I'm doing this part now. Oh, there you go. Welcome. Um, Mikey has an issue with finishing. Games. Oh, right. Games. Yeah, yeah. You uh, should, yes. You, like, it's... Listen, the D-pads are already really making fun of me, uh-huh. and I don't need to give them another reason for that. I feel um, like you do it most of the time yourself, but... Um, <laughs> it's, it's, so Mikey doesn't finish content. Let's go with that. So, so you know, mostly video games. He's got about, you know, 30-odd video games on the go right now. <laughs> and, and now it's relating to comic books. 31, because uh, I bought a new one this week. <laughs> okay, wait. Well, okay, wait. We'll get to it. We'll get oh, to okay, it. We'll get to it. I was just going to say, comic books. He, he's now, now finished comic books. A famously long medium. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, so so I, I'll say about White Knight is yeah. it's uh, that's the one where the Joker basically goes sane and tries to save Gotham from Batman, oh. which is a it's a very cool that's concept cool. and the story is to see Batman vilified in mm-hmm. the way that he is in a very realistic way. It's it's one of those comics that is drawing a very blatant parallel to the way things are going now, where Batman is put on the side of police brutality essentially ah. and and vilified vilifying uh, uh, the the criminally insane sort Ah. of thing. So it's like, as you start to read, you're like, oh yeah, wait a second, why? And then Gordon, and it's like, Gordon, you've stood by as like all this stuff. So it's it's very interesting, very fun, you know, how Batman gets wrapped back up into it. Yeah. Uh, Harley Quinn's in it. Uh, uh, you've got all of the villains basically showing up in, in some way or another. Clayface makes an appearance. Nice. Two-Face makes an appearance. Scarecrow. All the faces. Ivy. All the faces. There's yeah. so many faces, including yeah. that guy that has the little puppet with the Tommy gun. He's <laughs> yeah. there. He's there as well, just just for giggles. Uh-huh. Uh, that, his name might be Giggles. I honestly I, It honestly know. might be uh, Giggles the Tommy gun. Yeah, the old uh, 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 Jeff Dunham villain of Gotham. <laughs> Instead of the Jeff villain, uh, Jeff Dunham villain of comedy. In a, yeah, exactly. Yeah. In our real life. Uh, so the other one is is where Batman is going insane. The Joker is dead. Yeah. They're not sure who's killed him. And Constantine uh, is coming oh. to to kind of help Batman with it. They're very good. They're yeah. very fun. Everyone likes Constantine. I, I will finish. I love Constantine. Yeah. I will finish uh, that comic very soon. But you like to, is this, are, do you do this with food? Where you're like, oh, I don't want to finish that last bite. It's too good. I, so when it comes down to the last couple bites of food, I make that last bite into like quarters and fifths and eighths and sixteenths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and just, fractions. Yeah. And I make it last. I was so worried that I was going to say a larger fraction in the next one that I was doing. <laughs> we'll just keep doubling them. We will. You know what? You you did this before. Before we keep getting on this very interesting trail, um, um, uh, if you're if you are new to this podcast, first of all, welcome. Hey. Uh, secondly, typically what we like to do on this podcast is take a look back at the games that we used to play when we yes. were kids usually it's something that had an effect on us one way or another good or bad we uh rate and review the game as we remember it back when we played it uh then we take a little bit of a break play the game play you some of that audio and video if you're watching hey. on youtube by the way heads up we are on youtube now you so, can look uh, at us go look at our our little faces yeah uh andrew's little dinky face my big boy face um i'm just saying andrew it's you have a little head don't you i think i have a big head you have a big head i have a big head i think it's actually really hard for me to gauge sizes of heads because sometimes people have been like i wear like an eight hat and you're like i'm sorry what (laughs) your head's a watermelon (laughs) i don't know bad at this uh after the gameplay we come back and we rate and review the game as it stands up in the modern day against the likes of modern games before we get to the game obviously as you've witnessed just now uh we like to talk a little bit of nonsense and bullshit and party and bullshit (laughs) and party uh the copyright uh uh, mafia are going to come after us after this um the game that i did i mean does it i did buy another game this week 
Uh, oh, you did buy a game this week. I bought, I bought a game this, this week. This is good. I'm glad you started another game. You needed that to fill your time. I, I think um, it was necessary. It was. It's one of those things where it's like, you know, if you're if if you're, you know, if your sink is clogged. Uh huh. Go on. And you're like, gotta get that clog out. Yeah. So you shove more things down the sink, so right. it pushes it through. That's the Ricky Bobby try and get a knife out with another knife. Yes, exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes. 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 So that's my methodology. Maybe, Maybe you didn't enough. No, have enough pressure on you, and you're like, I need to put more pressure. I gotta on put me. more pressure. That's how diamonds me. are made. And I did. So I made this. Um, <laughs> I guess we can call it a. No purchase. And who made that purchase? Papa made that purchase. Oh no! It's a Papa's purchase. Papa's purchases with me, Papa Mike. So I bought this game called Twelve Minutes, which has been swiffering the nation lately. We need to update some of our terms that we use. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's a game that basically is a time loop game. You replay the same. 10 to 12 minute sequence over and over again where you get home from work mm -hmm. as the man of the house. And oh, God. <laughs> oh, boy. That's the stance you want to take? And your job is being a white knight. <laughs> um, so you get home from work. Your wife is there. There's a conversation that happens sometime at uh, during the, the, the your return from work. About five okay. minutes later, there's a knock on the door. A police officer comes in, speaking of the white knight, uh, uh, takes you guys down. And uh, like downtown, down take, takes you downtown, <laughs> takes it downtown, and kills you. Oh, and uh, interrogates your wife, and you start to unravel this this crazy story. But as soon as you die, okay, it starts again. The loop starts again, and you find that you're in this sequence oh. that you can't break. Anytime you try to leave the apartment, and the yeah. first time you do, it's this really neat effect where. You're like, well, I can't, I don't know what I'm doing in here. I'm going to try to leave the apartment. You try to leave and it just snaps back and you're right at the start of the, of the level again. You're wow. like, oh shit. So you have to find these weird, it's, it's at its core. It's a point and click puzzle game Okay, where you're trying to find the perfect run through the groundhog's day run through, mm -hmm. you know, you know, essentially different points in time where your wife is going to be, how to do things without her seeing how to do things. So she specifically sees how to give her information that, sh that you're not supposed to know before you've actually had the yeah, conversation right. to get her to react in certain ways to cool. either not be in the room when the cop comes to give up the information that he's asking before right. the car, like different things like that. And uh, apparently it's about like a four hour game oh. in these 10 to 12 minute cycles, wow. which I think is a little bit too long. Cause this is one of those weird cases where the game itself <laughs> is not fun. Oh. It's, in fact, it's actively kind of unenjoyable to play in a lot of points in time. Oh, cool. <laughs> but after I finished playing, I found myself thinking like, oh, I've got an idea. I got to go back. I think I can figure this out. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, so it's it's fun in that way. I I, I think over on the Mushroom Club as well, mm -hmm. patreon.com slash the retrograde podcast. Uh, it's our Patreon account where we have at least two new episodes every month. Yeah, but we've been uh, we've, going way over we've that. Been, <laughs> we've been going way over our quota. Uh, we may do sort of like a quick playthrough of that game. Cool. Um, uh, where you and I can talk about some of our circumstances, uh, really get into the weeds, yeah. and then hopefully the uh, the listeners can also play along. But we're gonna we're gonna pose that question <laughs> to them. But if you're interested in more more of us, more of this, this yeah, you and me, more little dinky, more big boy. Fuck you. I think you should go do it. I mean, sorry, I, I apologize. More little dinky Andy. Nice. And then a, 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 a dollop of big boy Mikey. That's good. A little a dollop. A little dash, a little thinky Andy. Yeah. Uh -huh. A little, little slip. Yeah. That's the sound effect you get. That sounds like a big noise, though. Oh, man. 
because it came from my big tongue. <laughs> oh, nice. I can't like, make anything I've but got a big a, noise. I've got an enormous tongue. <laughs> enormous tongue. But not in a way that would be enjoyable for anyone. It's Just, not enjoyable for me, and it's not enjoyable for any of my partners. <laughs> I can tell you that. Oh, that feels so uncomfortable. Your your tongue's just too large, just too round. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, um, would be miserable. Yeah, you know what? It's funny. I like the idea that you're explaining 12th, the 12th minute? Uh, 12 minutes. 12 minutes. 12 minutes. And it's like, oh, it's like uh, Groundhog Day. No, not like that. You mean like Palm Springs? No, not like that. You mean like Russian <laughs> Dolph? Shut up, shut up, stop. Yeah, yeah exactly, stop. exactly. Yes, that's been done. Okay, it's one it. of them. It's one of them. Um, but it's a cool idea for video games in a different medium entirely. Yeah, you know? the, reason, the reason why I wanted to get into it is because apparently Hideo Kojima played it and said that he wanted to like play around with concepts like that because of it. And listen, I'm a Kojima stan. <laughs> I, I got to admit it. Oh, are you? I'm a Kojima stan. Okay. I can't fucking wait to play Death Stranding again at some point. I've been thinking what? about that game all the fucking time. <laughs> really? But I have one or two other games I need to finish first. One or two? <laughs> you love Batman. This is established. This yes. is a fact. How is Arkham Knight going? Mm. You have like an hour left. I'm aging that ending like a fine wine, <laughs> yeah, my friend. Exactly. By the end, when you finish it, you're like, huh, this console doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> That's weird. I bet you I booted up and I have 10 minutes of that game yeah, left. You do. It's a cinematic scene and yeah. you're like, nah, I'm good. I never know how to Has finish. that ever happened to you with a game? Where, where, where you way basically, less? You, you think you have, you know, a couple hours of gameplay left or whatever and you boot it up and it's basically like, it's wrapping up, but it's it's a roller coaster experience at that point. You yeah, you know anything. what? Uh, yeah, uh, the newest Grand Theft Auto was like that. Oh, really? I was like, oh, is that the last... That was the last mission. Yeah. And yeah. like the problem is with games like that is they're non-linear. So you could do whatever you want. Right, if you right. continue just to do the main missions, well, that's all, totally up to you. Right. But I think it was like a way to get a lot of money. So I'm like, well, let's just keep doing missions because they're kind of like robberies. It's essentially Heat, the latest uh, yes. Grand Theft Auto, right? Yeah. And uh, and I was like, and then, uh, oh, that was the last one? Yes. Oh, cool. Well, now I get to do the 2,000 other things I get to do. But it did take, like, it took me back. I was do like, you, oh my God. Do you remember the ending of uh, The Last of Us Part Two? We don't. We won't get into any spoilers. Yes. But I remember there, there's kind of like a false ending at one point. Yes. And then you get back into it. And I assumed that I still had, so I, I, I thought I was going to finish the game that night. And then I played another hour or two into the quote unquote false ending. Right. And I'm like, okay, I'm sure there's a lot left. Cause it seemed, it seemed like I was at a climax moment. I'm like, I'll, I'll finish this tomorrow. And then the next day I picked it up and played 10 minutes before the game was oh, over. Really? <laughs> Thinking I had like a couple hours left. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, um, Andrew, we were talking before you, we started recording the podcast, uh, about a lot of important things yes. that we will not let the demons no, know. But one of the things you brought up that you were very excited about, did you yes. just lock your mouth? I locked my mouth. Andrew. About that one topic. About that one. Mm, we don't even bring Don't even, sp don't, no spoilies. I think we've said too much. I think we've said way too much. We <laughs> should re-lock our keys. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. Um, uh, but no, there was a TV show that you, you were oh, gushing yes. about. Okay. For so, better or worse. I don't for, know. Is gushing good? I don't know. Um, you could gush blood. You guys That's that? not very good. Yeah. A lot of, lot of uh, bodily fluids can be gushed. Gush, you could eat gushers. You can eat gushers. I guess you could eat all the bodily fluids you gush out too if you Does want. Does a geyser gush? I'm trying to think of other things that gush. Does There's like a volcano, not the original spouting, but like when just the magma is like- I think that's gushing. That's gushing. I think that would be gushing. Yeah, if you have other ones, uh, deep pads at home, that things that gush, love to hear from you. This, this gushing is a word that lends itself to derealization very, very quickly. <laughs> like we say that three more times, we'll never see that word the same way ever no, again. It's, no, well, it's onomatopoeic, right? Yeah, it gush. Gush. Ugh, God. <laughs> okay, so yeah, um, coming up, we, we've been on a great TV kick, mostly thanks to HBO. Thank you, HBO. Um, You're welcome. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Holy HBO's shit. here. HBO's here. Um, what so, do the HBO stand for? I always thought it was H home box office. What does it stand for? 
Harold Ballard Organization. Harold Ballard Organization. Wow, wow what a specific local reference. <laughs> Toronto. <laughs> Even people from Toronto would have no idea who the Harold Ballard is. The of the Toronto Maple Leafs. He like died 30 years ago. Yes. Yeah, he was an asshole. Um, <laughs> is, uh, is, so like Mayor of Easttown, we talked about that a bunch. Yes. And then White Lotus just wrapped up. And that's something we can talk about, but I'd rather let people give a chance to watch yeah. it actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just finished up. On Amazon, there was a show called Nine Perfect Strangers. Uh that just came out and it's about a bunch of strangers and rich people going to a resort. No. So you could talk about unbelievably hilarious timing because it is a all-star cast. Like it's absurd. The cast well, explain to the people who may not have seen a I, specific show. How much I can get into what well, white Lotus was about. That's what I mean. A it's, bunch of rich strangers going to a resort and it just ended and it just ended yeah. on HBO. And then Amazon prime's like, guess what we go? What? <laughs> Huh? It is fundamentally incredibly different. Yeah. It's it's like kind of like there's a, I'm not going to get too much into it. Even the only first three episodes have aired by the time I'm recording, so I can't I can't even do it. But it's based on a book um, about a uh, it's like a natural healing resort that okay. you go to. It's kind of undefined what that means. Maybe it's losing weight. Maybe it's gaining confidence. Maybe it's, maybe it's you losing know, money with Andrew Bascom. It, maybe it's losing money with Andrew Bascom. Comes out every Friday uh, <laughs> on your favorite podcast uh, networks. Uh, is uh, in and at the, at the heart of it is this insane, like insane, like almost godlike Russian character that is played by Nicole Kidman. Oh. Now, let me explain to you. Nicole Kidman is going for it. <laughs> her, it's like, what was her name? I've been thinking about it for a while. What's the Lord of Rings character? Kate Blanchett, Galindral, Glandral? Oh, yeah. Galandral? I don't know. Glandular. 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 <laughs> where she gushes. And uh, it's it feels like that, where she's just like this floating white Russian ice goddess Ooh. kind of thing. And she tries- give, give, me, give me a floating white Russian with ice and I'm in. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, it's a big Lebowski over here. Is uh, Her Russian accent is- <laughs> insane <laughs> like it's it's bananas but the cast is like incredibly good and like Melissa McCarthy Bobby, Car Bobby Carnavale uh, I'm gonna think about uh, Michael Shannon there's a bunch of people in the show what's what is worse Nicole Kidman's Russian accent in this yep. or Dennis Hopper's Russian accent in the first season of 24 <laughs> what um, are you doing Keith from <laughs> Sutherland <laughs> oh god watch out he's Russian uh <laughs> I know that. I've heard him. He's just said that. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe Dennis Hopper. There's some really bad ones out there. Um, Sean Connery's Russian accent in uh, in that submarine movie. Uh, 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 Red, Red, Red Dawn? No, Red Dawn's a totally different movie. People are yelling at us at home. Yes. Whatever. But it's an insane. Down Periscope. Down Periscope with, you know, thank God, TGIF, thank God I'm Frazier. <laughs> uh, is, uh, is, I... This show is bananas. It is kind of like got strong morning show energy where you're like, what is this? The show morning show. Yeah, the morning yeah, show yeah. where you're just like, a ton of money went into this. There's a bunch of stars. It's big and glossy. And you're like, like when I was uh, saying this to my partner, because also speaking of the morning show, the season two uh, trailer dropped and I was watching it on the television. She goes, did you like season one? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> it's like one of those ones you're watching. Like, I don't know if this is good or bad, but I can't turn I, away. Like I used a car to talk accident. to you all the time about the morning show. Yes. And I still don't know if you like it. Because the first time you said it, you're like, it is a trash fire. And the it, second time you're like, I can't stop watching it. I can't stop watching <laughs> yeah, it. It's yeah, the yeah. weirdest thing where you're like, so many people, so many talented people yeah. have like given their everything. And you're like, is Mr. Ripley there? Uh, no, no, no. He got killed. Uh, oh, yeah. By Dickie? <laughs> 
That's a great movie, by the way. Uh, this is the third, like, I think three weeks ago we talked about yes. it. And as I was re-listening to it, I'm like, I do need to rewatch that. That's a good movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I, I really want someone else to watch it so I can talk to them about it. But it is at the heart, like a mystery. All of them have come together for different reasons. They don't know each other. They've been chosen out of pools of like thousands that want to go. And she brings them there too, because the balance of like toxicity between them is like, for some reason, good, I guess. Okay. And so they're all immediately going at each other. And there's nothing funnier to me than then. This would have been a movie like 10 years ago right. until the rise of television. Right, right, this right. This would have right. been just like an idea. So these characters are almost immediately pissed off. Like they get there and they're like, why the fuck did you bring me here? <laughs> You're like, you drove here. <laughs> like it's absurd where they're like mad at each other and mad at her immediately. And I'm like, what is happening? Bobby Carnavale just like giving his everything. Yeah. Um, watch it. It's not good, but there is like a mystery to the heart of the show. So I, and I, I promise you I'll probably watch this, the whole this is, thing. This is going to be one where I'm going to wait for you to finish the whole thing before I start watching it. Because <laughs> time I, I is just, valuable. I'm not, it's very <laughs> valuable. I got games to finish, man. Yeah, I got so games to finish and new games to look up which games to buy. I just have to spend more time finding which games I need to buy. Yeah. Because uh, there are so many out there that I still want to play. Ugh. You know what? I, I actively, I had, you know, I'm not going to say it again. What? Don't say it. I've said it before and I didn't do it. What? I'm done You're gonna with finish Overwatch. this week? Oh, you're done with Overwatch. Yeah. Okay, so I, I, at least I'm not playing it during the week anymore. <laughs> okay, those are two different things. But um so so if you're watching for the first time, if you're listening for recently, we haven't talked about Overwatch, but in the part of the hundred and seventy something episodes that this has been, I swear to God we've talked about Overwatch in seventy percent of them. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Overwatch has been a big part of this. Mikey's a huge fan of the game. You have a, I am. you have a tattoo you can show them now. Oh, I can. There's uh, my oh it's it's a hard angle to show. Yeah. There, 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 it, there it is. There's the the Anna. Uh, t- well, I was going to say aiming reticule. <laughs> reticule. Anna's tentacruel. Tentacruel. Yeah, her favorite <laughs> Pokemon. Um, it's been a huge part of the thing, and so, but okay. So when you're not finishing these games, is Overwatch to blame? Have you been playing Overwatch? So it's not. I mean, to at a certain point, it has to be to blame. Yeah. Because if I spend an hour playing Overwatch, that's an hour that I'm not spending playing another game. Yes. You know, there's certain time that yeah, I have. Yeah, that's how time works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, I thought you would have known that playing for so many 12 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I thought I could just restart it at the end of it. Um, uh, but but it's, it's more a thing of, it's hard for me to start a game. Right. Uh, but once I do, I usually like continuing to pull on that thread because now I know the me- mechanics. Right. It's like getting into a warm bath. I'm comfortable with mm. it. Uh, or once you're acclimatized to it, you're comfortable. Yes. But dipping your feet in when it's hot Ooh. and video games are hot. Spicy. So when you have when you have the disc in your hand and you're like, this disc is, this this is a hot, this this specific disc is really hot. Okay. And, and I'm like, I can't put this into my console yet. Okay, because the disc is hot? It's probably going to break the console. So I actually got a PlayStation 5 digital version. Right. So how does that work? No, I did get the disc drive version, but I'm using it digitally a lot. Okay. Um, But is this a metaphor? Yeah. Okay. And then, so so if I bring the PlayStation into the bath, now it's not a metaphor. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think anyone, you know, like the old stereotype of suicide is a toaster in the oven? Has anyone done this with their Xbox Series X or whatever the hell it is? That would be amazing. Yeah, like, just like, yeah, goodbye, cruel world, PS5 flag. (laughs) Man. Okay. Okay. They've taken away from How us in the oven. How many episodes do you need out of, out of me well, We gotta this. get to 200 at least. Okay, okay, all right, all right. Yeah, but then... 200 something, I don't know. PS5? <laughs> PS5? They say you can't take it with you. Yeah. But I can try. Do you like bass? Uh, I love the idea of them. Then I get in them and I'm like, I ain't a stew. <laughs> I'm a Mikey. I'm a Mikey. <laughs> so, 
Is it the, the filth of it that you don't like? No, it just gets too hot and uncomfortable. <laughs> so this is very similar to your metaphor you were just saying. Well, that's so <laughs> odd. Case. I didn't even mean that like that. So what the hell are you saying? Overwatch, what? What? <laughs> okay. So have you how much Overwatch have you been playing? Honestly, not too much? A, not a ton, oh, but okay. it, it becomes this thing where say um like I've been doing a lot of working from home. Yeah. So when I eat my lunch, I can watch an episode of AP Bio or something like that. Oh, like nice. a like a quick twenty minute something that I'm watching. Frasier. Or Frasier. Yeah. Golden uh, Girls. Will never. Oh. Right. Um what? or I have you maybe don't like the thirty t- Emmy time winner Frasier? No, because the Emmys are rigged. <laughs> By Dr. Crane. <laughs> Scarecrow. Oh no. <laughs> Um, no, cause I, I, so I'm like, maybe I'll fit in 20 minutes of overwatch. Yeah. You know, if I watch one episode of a TV show yeah. during lunch, easy, I can do that. Right. Come back up, keep my work going. Gotcha. If I start playing for 20 minutes, I, it's actively almost impossible for me to stop. I, mm. I just can't. And that's like, I know I have an addiction. I know oh, we I, joke about it a yeah, lot, yeah. but it's, it's, it's the kind of thing where I look at my, my watch and I'm yeah. just like, okay, I'm going to stop playing at one o'clock or whatever right. it is. And, uh, and then I just don't, mm-hmm. and then it's two o'clock and then it's two 30. And I'm like, this is just no longer good for anybody. Mm. Like I, I need to not do this because if I'm going to be spending this time, why aren't I streaming? Why aren't I, why aren't I playing a game that I can talk about on this podcast? Yeah. It just feels now that it's, why don't it, you finish one of the 50 fucking games you've got on the go? Exactly. Cause then, yeah. cause then there's more to, to things to talk about here because you and I talking just isn't cutting it anymore. <laughs> Oh, I hit close to home. I somehow um, hurt. No, but it, it really just does come down to this thing where when I'm playing it, I'm not even enjoying playing it anymore because yeah. I feel so guilty about doing it. Ah. So I'm like, I'm like, if that's how I feel, even though I know that mechanically I really enjoy the game, right. if I can't get over it for whatever reason, I need to stop playing it. So is this, uh, is like when you deal with something like an addiction, are you a cold turkey person or can you wean yourself off? I'm of absolutely it? a cold turkey person. Mm, I don't, so I weekends. I, I can wean myself off. No, I, I'm honestly, when it comes to addictions and setting like a rule, once I set that rule, I'll stick to it. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm very good with that. Okay, we'll so that's, see. is that what you're saying or is that what you know, I'm, you're I'm saying, saying right now? I'm saying that, um, yeah, I'll say it. Okay. I'll, I'll, I will at least for, well, let me try it for a month. Okay. Because I know I had an Overwatch. Yeah, you had an Overwatch. Which didn't work. Well, how about, okay, what's September? Um, um, <laughs> uh, I don't know why I said it out loud with no ideas. What's, it's well, a, what's it's, September? It's the month that comes after August. Yeah. It's just yeah. before October. Yeah. Earth, Wind, uh, and Fire, big fan of it. Uh, uh, Earth, yeah, I, I, yeah. And who isn't? <laughs> who isn't? I know. Uh, we could say September, we're putting a freeze on Overwatch. Okay, perfect. September, we're putting a freeze on Overwatch. Yeah. yeah. Okay, love it. So that means Mikey is only going to be playing on the weekends, and every hour that he plays, he'll be streaming. So those are the two things. Oh, those are the two okay, rules yeah, that you made. Why not? Fuck why it, not? You know, let's push yourself. Get a little yeah, kick yeah, yeah. in the ass. Yeah. So you at home, watch Mikey at Suplant, I assume. Uh, Suplant on Twitch. On yes. Twitch. There you go, where Mikey's going to be playing Overwatch uh, for a good cause. His own sanity. Um, and money for me. <laughs> Okay, uh, so there you go. That was that was good. We made progress. Listen, today. I can't believe we had to outline uh, the way in which I need to play video games. Mm-hmm. It makes me sound like a true psychopath. Oh, there uh, we go. So instead, let's pivot and talk psychonauts, uh, <laughs> because I am psycho, not a psychopath. <laughs> I'm a sociopath. There you go. Big I difference. Don't hurt animals unless they come at. Me. <laughs> yes, and then I relish the opportunity. <laughs> I ravage their corpses. <laughs> Um, so uh psychonauts he's joking i promise Hmm? he's joking you're talking about me yeah oh no i'm talking yeah yeah no i yeah i'm joking okay maybe not huh let's talk about psychonauts okay you take the reins uh tim (laughs) shaver 
<laughs> made this game. Uh, he made this game uh, right after he had left LucasArts. LucasArts, uh, he was famous. He, he heard worked on Monkey Island. He yes. did uh, Full Throttle. He did a lot of- Monkey uh, Island, which porn. we did on the show. We did. We did. Uh, and known for its humor. Yes. Tim Schafer, also known for his humor. Yes. Uh, he, when he left LucasArts, he created Double Fine. And Double Fine began work on this game, Psychonauts, which was kind of an offshoot of an idea he had when he was working on the game Full Throttle. It mm-hmm. was originally going to be like a peyote trip in that game. They realized that wouldn't quite work. So he held on to the idea, rattled it around in his little brain, and then brought it out in his little dinky brain. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You love insulting other people. Uh, oh, it feels so good. <laughs> I love it almost as much as I love hurting animals <laughs> how will i know to feel good about myself if i don't put down others it's all relative and i love putting down my relatives <laughs> um uh but this game came out uh, april 19th 2005 released initially on the pc xbox playstation 2 okay i initially played it for the xbox okay this was a game that came out and the definition of like a rocky horror picture show cult classic where yeah. it comes out the people who experience it fucking love it but it just doesn't do well commercially. Uh, there was so much of an upswell, groundswell, I think groundswell, okay, of of demand for this game to be groundswell. brought back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, in 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 remasters, okay. or just to be republished because people started to realize after it was too late, the game was great, but you couldn't find it anywhere. Oh. It initially sold only a hundred thousand units, which okay. is very low for a game that is as critically appraised as as this one is acclaimed. Uh, uh, appraised both. people appraised it. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, eh, it's about 60 bucks. Appraisal. Appraisal. <laughs> I just love the mental image of a book opening and you're oh. trying to find the word and you're yes, like, yeah. Yes, no, I I, uh, I, uh, I see the, 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 the where I went wrong. The error of my ways. I apologize. Wow, that's... To you, the listener. That might be why I'm first. Uh, and, uh, and I apologize for apologizing and ruining the streak oh, to Jesus. myself, uh, the most important of us here. Gathered here today, dearly beloved. Today, oh my God, you're falling down a hole. (laughs) So, in the story, you are a kid named Raz, and Raz does the unthinkable. He escapes from the circus, not to the circus. Very good. Uh, Very good. Very good. You know what's funny is when I reminded myself of that by uh, by reading up the the story again because it's been a long time since I played it. It reminded me very much of just Tim Shaver's humor. Okay. kind of predictable in a way and that's sort of what makes it funny yeah it's just why don't i make something you know weird and and yeah. just treat it with a different kind of uh, lens or perspective the humor in psychonauts i remember being the best part about it yeah notoriously when people talk about this game they talk about clunky controls um gameplay that isn't incredibly satisfying but a story that is overall entirely worth playing wow through. And I, I'm curious to see how this holds up because I think I think this is one of the games that has one of the most interesting arcs okay. in terms of approval, like user approval. Do you do you remember hearing much about this game? Like are you aware of, of this game? Did you I'm play aw- it? I'm aware of it. Like I remember the characters, like yeah. I know what the cover art looks like. There's like basic stuff like that. But right. I, I never actually played the game. Um but it's it's funny when you say something like, Oh, let's play Psychonauts, I'm like, I know what that game is. Yeah, and everyone seems to know what it is. Yeah. And and for a game that came out and was relatively uh poorly received by uh consumers, yeah. well received by 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 critics. Um a critic's darling, if a you will. A critic's darling indeed. Yes, yes. Uh uh Dar Limited. Because there were a limited number of games and that it, you could purchase. And it liked tea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know. Yeah. No, that's that that sounds about right. You know what's funny though, with the Tim Schafer thing, when we played Monkey Island. 
like that kind of joke that you're telling me that there's a setup and you got to enjoy the process of getting to the punchline. Right. That's a really outdated thing. And to be honest, I, that's why I like old comedy where it's like, you know, the joke is coming and you're like, oh, and you get to just be happy for exactly. a couple of seconds. Exactly. Where something about modern humor is like, didn't see that coming. And you're like, oh, that's weird. That's or, random. Or it's so absurd that you don't even know what the the setup is yes. before the punchline. Well, that's And that's like every advertisement now is always about like, this is so random. You right, know what I mean? Right, and I right, kind of right. blame the Burger King and maybe Old Spice for that. Um, and Family and, Guy. You know what? That's a really good yeah, example. Yeah. Yes, it is. And you're like, okay, it's tiring after a while, yes. right? And whereas kind of older setups going to a punchline is is much more satisfying because everyone gets to enjoy it together. Yeah. You know? and, so and, I, and I wonder if it's going to carry. That's what I'm I, saying. I think, I think it will. You know, one of the problems with, with Monkey Island is the humor itself was even more dated than this. Yeah. That was years and years before uh, uh, Psychonauts, which came out in, as I mentioned, 2005. Yeah. Uh, but I remember the dialogue being very well acted. The characters yeah. themselves just looking like like a perverted Pixar movie. Like if someone left a Pixar movie out, out in the sun too long. <laughs> oh, like, like Salvador Dali got his hands on yes, it? Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The eyes are moved up here and down <laughs> there and they, they're like, like they shouldn't have been put in the dryer and yet they were put in the dryer anyway. <laughs> like like that kind of thing. Um, and and the the actors, uh, the, the, the voice actors did a very good job. So I think that in terms of presentation will carry over well, whereas it's harder to laugh in, in my mind at a point and click adventure like Monkey Island yeah. when it's... It's not giving you that feedback of like the actors giving you the good performances. You have to read a lot of it. You know what I mean? This at least has that working for it. What I am worried about is is the overall gameplay. Yeah, you know, we're talking about a platformer from 2005 when cameras in that 3D space hadn't quite been figured out perfectly yet. Yeah. Yeah. PlayStation 2 era, we talk about how bad those cameras can be sometimes. Yes. So we'll see when when this one comes back. My experience with this game though is that I this is talk about the critics, darling. Uh huh. Paint me a goddamn critic, Andrew. Paint you a critic? Paint me one of my French girl critics. <laughs> um, yes. Call Colleen me a, Kale? Call me, I don't know. <laughs> call, me, call me a critic. Call me a critic. You're a critic. Because it's my oh. darling. Oh. I loved this game. I see. I, I couldn't believe how call, hard. Call me Clementine because it's my darling. Oh. Now that's that's a good one. You're welcome. Although I did have myself Eternal Sunshine, so I don't remember that song anymore. <laughs> okay, okay. Spoiler alert. Um, I I I remember playing this game and laughing so hard in a way that I didn't know a video game could make you laugh. Mm. This was the first game to me that was like actively hilarious. Not just because of the premise. It wasn't right. Boogerman where I laughed at it because it was just boogers on a screen. The guy was picking and flicking all the time. That was Ugh. funny as a kid. Uh, this was just funny in a way that I was like, oh my. You know, SpongeBob has dialogue that is is funny and quirky in a way right. that this does as well, and you'd never see that in in video games before. So I loved it. I recommended it. I I used to if I found a used copy of this game for like five bucks, I would buy it and give right. it to someone so that oh, they wow. could have a, a, a chance to play it. That's very that's D very thoughtful of you. Thank you very much. Yeah, I, no I just like people owing me things. Mm. You know. It's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny too? We're talking about the humor and like the old school payoff. I I don't I don't want to give this like full sell where I'm like, oh, that that means it'll be funny. Because remember in Monkey Island, like half yes. of the jokes were about, I have a funny name. And it's like, you know what? 
that's not funny anymore. A guy brush three point. Yeah, and you're like, like, oh. <laughs> like, and every time someone brought it up, you're like, yes, God, mm. went back to the well. Here we go, baby. Every every time he spoke to someone, it was three point guy brush, and yeah. like, you just get it wrong. That was the most consistent joke in that game. Yeah, like, and now we've got names like there's modern babies being born as like Mystique Tree Von Trappen, and you're like, <laughs> you're like, oh, okay, cool. Like we've we've exceeded past the idea that a name could be very funny. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes, where uh, they all are. They, and now <laughs> that when everything's funny, none Nothing of them are is funny. funny. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. In the world of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. I don't know if that applies here, but it could. Any, it could. We also don't make fun of the blind anymore, Andrew. Oh, fuck. Anymore. Not since Monkey Island. <laughs> <laughs> Monkey Island. Hilarious. Everything <laughs> after that, everyone cool it. Do you know the premise of this game, by the way? Uh, no, I do not. Okay, so it's it's the premise itself is, to this day... It, it holds up as something I'm interested in doing. It's kind of like Inception in the sense that, and it, it lends itself perfectly to, in a good way. Okay. Uh, it lends itself perfectly to, to well, I know you hate Christopher Nolan, right? So I don't, wait a you second. You despise the dartboard in your place and, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. and, the, and the poetry you've written <laughs> yes, about him. The poetry. I show you 200 something back to front, two, double page <laughs> journals of my thoughts of Christopher Nolan. I just, I'm like, oh my God, those are all full. They just say, uh, they just say, uh, 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 God, I don't even remember the name of his last movie. Uh, the Robert Pattinson, yeah. John David Washington. Wow. What is that one called? That's insane that, that we don't remember. That is insane. I know it's the same backwards as it is forwards. Tenet. Tenet. There you go. There you wow. go. Uh, it's yeah. just Tenet written, written over <laughs> Tenet, and over Tenet, and over Tenet. again. Did you like Tenet? No. Ah, there we go. Tenet was, and I, I like Christopher Nolan. Yes. I think his movies can be fun. I think he's kind of a, a, a in some cases, a glorified Michael Bay. Uh, I think he's more talented than Michael Bay because he actually does practical effects a lot I of think, the time. I think Michael Bay is talented. <laughs> what? Do you? I think Michael Bay is talented. Modern, modern talent, mo- modern Mi- Michael Bay? No director goes out on top. <laughs> That's, That's all, true. That's just, true. Everyone That's true. just slides back into their bullshit. Also, I think it's nice to, it, we should contextualize this with something that you often do where, you know, it's it's easy to to throw shade, but these are talented human yes, beings. Yes, We're not, yes, you know, yes, you know yes. what I mean? Yeah. His movies have made $12 billion. Yeah, yeah. Like, peeps, there are people that like them. Yeah. He also it's went, easier to throw stones at the people who are on top who have- who've Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like, yeah. I hate Christopher Nolan. I'm like, I like The Dark Knight. I just think the way people like- bow down. I'm like, uh, I don't know, guys. We should yeah, look yeah, at yeah, these yeah. things more critically. But A lot of people with his budget could do similar things, I think, is what, what that I agree. I, I also think he battles himself a lot where he wants to do different stuff and then yeah. he's kind of backing his way into like, well, people really want $300 million blockbusters and he's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Dunkirk's really good. Dunkirk's, Dunkirk's incredible. Dunkirk's you know, great. Like, and when, but the, I it, forget that he did that, actually. Yeah, yeah, and it's like also a $200 million. It's huge, yeah. but it somehow feels more intimate. Instead, it's like, uh, we're going to space and yes. he's going to meet his own dad dad and time does the thing and you don't understand what's hey, going on by the way he's gonna meet his own dad isn't that outrageous a premise <laughs> I know, but no it's seven other things too and like gonna, i love the he's idea. gonna meet his dad careful guys it feels like a bet sometimes too. he's like i'm gonna make it i'm gonna make this movie and i'm intentionally gonna make no sense out of yeah, it. yeah yeah it yeah, will yeah. not make any sense but i bet you everyone online will be like I, I get it. I get it. I get, I get it. this movie. I get it. Yeah. You don't, you don't get it. Oh, oh, oh okay. It's fucking idiot. This guy so, doesn't get Nolan. There, yeah. There's my Christopher Nolan thing. Back to Psychonauts. Well, because, because I mentioned Inception, right? Why are you going on that tirade? Um, so in Psychonauts, the idea is that there is kind of the overworld where right. there's like the summer camp or, or like different neighborhoods where you are. The oh. summer camp is where you learn to get all your psychic powers. That's oh. where Raz runs away from the circus to get to the summer camp. Okay. Gotcha. Um, and each level is basically you as a psychonaut using your psychic abilities to get inside the heads of people and figure out what's going wrong. So 
God forbid he enters my head. But it, it <laughs> but basically the platform- Starts sobbing, jumps off a cliff. You're like, oh boy. Well, there are some really dark moments in this game. Okay. Uh, and, and it does, sometimes it deals with things like schizophrenia. Oh no. Uh, uh, the collectibles are things like figments of your imagination. Uh, okay. You have like emotional baggage. Okay. Uh, you have uh, 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 memory safes, which I, I can't remember the, the name for them, but it's basically like, like buried memories, things okay. like that. They all give context to the level that you're in. They give you a better understanding of what the issue is and then in the boss battle at the end of it, hmm. you're basically defeating the demon that is making someone a certain way. You're jumping into That's people's cool. heads to heal them. Yeah. So um, the most famous level of this is the milkman level. The milkman, the milkman who uh, is, it's basically full of conspiracies. Uh, and and the, the person, I can't remember, I think it's a cop who is is kind of like this, this crazy okay. guy. Um, uh, and you go into his head and you're basically living in someone's head who is is incredibly paranoid, like I think a paranoid schizophrenic, okay. and is tr you're trying to solve a mystery that will eventually untangle the webs in his head that will kind of make him oh, okay. see clearly again. So very cool concept for a game that lends itself very nicely to the idea of a platformer mm. and design. Each of the levels look incredibly different. Um, by the way, did we mention that we're doing this because Psychonauts 2 is out as of uh, no. August 25th? I think we should have mentioned that at the top of the show, but that's why. Yeah, there's a groundswell for Psychonauts 2. There was a groundswell for Psychonauts 2. The critical darling. Yeah. The titular critical darling. <laughs> I, do you think their uh, takes on mental illnesses will hold up 15, even 16 years later? No. No, and I don't know that they ever did. Okay. I think it was cool to see someone who was struggling be cured, but I yes. think they used those struggles as a way to kind of poke fun, make jokes, and structure right. their levels. I don't think there was any care given to the actual weight of being a person who suffers from this. Right. Not, not from a very top-down level, but on a granular level, there were some things that were very dark and sad. So it does seem to be imbued with just a 2005 mentality yeah. of mental health where yeah. we understand that it's that's that there it's an issue and that it's sad but they were still comfortable kind of poking fun at it a little bit right yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm actually more amazed that even in 2005 they were referencing this kind of stuff that feels right. like very whoa i can't believe we're talking about this kind of thing i assume it will be yes made fun of or something like that yes. or taken lightly maybe yeah. at times but you know it's still like it's a really novel concept when you explain that to me i'm like that's actually it's very idea. cool it and it's like an indie game more like it, you know honestly, so double fine after this game and this had a really wrought development cycle where Ooh. they were originally supposed to be a launch title for the Xbox. Yeah. And I think there were an issue, there were issues with Ed Freeze, who was uh, one of the seniors at, at Microsoft who was oh. heading up the development of, of the Xbox. Mr. Freeze? Mr. Freeze. <laughs> um, and he basically uh, was working with Tim Schafer and Double Fine and right. they were, they had trouble hitting deadlines. They weren't taking to uh, uh, some of the criticisms quite as well to change the game. And I think ultimately that wasn't what Tim Schafer was looking for after having worked at LucasArts. So he uh, left, They Microsoft dumped them, they got a new publisher in Majesco, and then that kind of brought it to, uh, to, to light again. Funny story, the main character in this, his name is Raz, yeah. for Rasputin. Oh, and I was like, "Oh, that's probably named after Rasputin, right?" No, there was a a uh, an artist, I believe, or a designer who worked with uh, uh, Tim Schafer at LucasArts, uh, whose name was uh, 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 Rasmin or Rasmi Mavlian, 
And uh, Tim Schafer just loved the name Raz based on that person's oh, name. Okay. But then that person joined from LucasArts to the development studio and they found it too confusing to call two people Raz. <laughs> so they just went with Rasputin to oh. differentiate between one and the oh, other. That's kind of yeah. nice. Yeah. So oh. it's kind of cool. Uh, all in all, I'm really excited to get in and play this yeah. game. I'm worried about what it's going to do to my perception of how the game as a whole holds up. Yeah. But I don't remember loving the minute to minute gameplay in this game anyway. Yeah. So I don't think it's going to ruin my, my affinity towards it. Yeah. I am worried that maybe the humor doesn't hold up and that's a bit of a, 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 a sticking point, but God, we'll see. I yeah. just don't want it to ruin. Like this is one of my favorite games of all time. Is it really? It really is. Okay. And it, flaws and all. Like yeah. I, I recognize yeah. that it had its issues, uh, but I still loved it. I think about it all the time. And like I said, I recommended everyone played it if they could get their hands on it. You know, it's funny so. though. I don't think of you when you say your perfect games of all time, your, your best games of all time, excuse me. I kind of said my point here already, but is that like, I don't, I don't often think about you overlooking elements where you're like, that doesn't work. You know what I mean? To, to find the, to find that game. I think you like quality across the board. You're like, if that camera doesn't exist, like doesn't work really well, you're like, mm, how can this? Often. Yeah. Often. And, well, I, I don't know. See, it's tough. Cause like I, well, we'll get into it with our reviews. I'll okay. say, I'll say All what right. I'm going to say there. But before then, why don't we uh, uh, say a, a swift goodbye to the listener <laughs> for a brief moment. Oh, okay. cause we're going to go uh, shoot ourselves over to yeah. the world of psychonauts. We're going to embody Raz, who is going to embody some of the people that he's trying to save. Yeah. Uh, so come, come with us. Hey, join us on this you? journey. Okay, we, we gotta go. We're late. Okay, we're late. Let's go, come For on. a very important date. We'll see you on the other side. <laughs> Art. Vandalay. Okay, so here we go. <laughs> oh, look at that guy. Look, it's Raz. So here's something that I always used to do when I played this game. Okay. So you start on a brain. Right. And you're looking at it, you're like, uh, when's the... When's the freaking game going to start? Oh. I was young, so I didn't want to swear. Yeah. When's the freaking game going to start? Mom! <laughs> um, so Mom you, and calls then you realize Schaefer. you're controlling it. Oh, my goodness. Whoa, this is real. But then I always used to run all the way around the brain to here. But if you actually just, like, start off on that side, yeah. all you have to do is run back a, a step. And you're, you're at these doors. Oh, that's... Oh, look at this. That, the design already. The design. Impeccable. It just gets you going. So the save game file, hilarious. You basically choose uh, which bunk you're in, and that's your save file. That's cute. Yeah. That's very adorable. So we'll get... To, I think let's get the initial feel of it, and then we're going to go into the milkman level, all right? Okay, let's do it. So it starts us off at this little summer camp, so we're going to miss the little intro. Oh my god, these are truly monstrous characters. I love it. I love how they look. They look like... Hmm. They look like something, and I'm trying to remember what cartoon it is. Rugrats? That's what I thought originally, but I... They all still kind of look like kids, though. Are they made of wood? Uh, yeah. We all are, at a certain point. When you really boil it all down. This is... Seriously, though. Kind of looks like they're carved they, they wood, They do right? kind of look like the carved... Oh, or right. like clay. Like just molds of clay. Yeah, right. right? Oh my god. He's like if Napoleon Dynamite got bit by a zombie. And was British. And was British. <laughs> He's one of the guys where like you see you see him as the quote unquote villain, and you're like, oh fuck this guy. And then he ends up being so funny that you love when he's on screen. Take my course. I will have to pull you into my mind. You will have to relive every bullet scarred memory of Oh my god. A children going into my mind is just not like for a camp counselor. I don't think that's aged very well. No, like I, you, you would have to have such a pure life that you've lived. <laughs> I'm ready, sir. Soldier, now get in here and give me 
Oh, he's got a door on, on his head. <laughs> That's oh. adorable. <laughs> it is okay. Oh, okay. So spiritually, you travel in or whatever. Yeah, you don't physically walk into his it's head. It's a door, Mikey. <laughs> it's a door. Like you can't say that like that was an insane that's, thought. That's true. That's not off the table yeah. completely. That's like an like oh, oh, get into my mind escalator yeah. and you're like, you don't <laughs> actually go in. It's like a dentist office. No it doesn't. Looks like a dentist office. <laughs> He's in an adorable sailor's outfit. And you know a lot of these characters look like Frank and Norman Tim Burton esque. Yes, you know. That's true. Frank and Frank and Weenie? Frank and Weenie. Yeah, yeah. Or Coraline. Coraline. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, very Tim Burton-esque. Mm -hmm. So he... I've actually... I think often Tim Schafer is compared to, like, the Tim Burton of... Right. Of video game... I, I'm not joking. No, I, I don't think you are. So then why are you looking at me like that? Well, because I thought he was compared to the other Timothys of other arts. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Timothy Oliphant, of yeah, course. Yes, of course. He's really the Oliphant of video games. <laughs> okay. So now you're walking through his brain. Since he's... The baby charge, says charge. The baby. Charge. The kid says charge. And just oh, he blew up immediately! <laughs> Holy shit! One that explodes. A mental obstacle. A mental obstacle. Mental obstacle. Okay, that makes sense. Are we gonna battle writer's block? Honestly, you might. Yeah. That that would be something that would be in this game. Yes. Right. Anything that. Yes. You deal with it could also be physical. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So there's a figment you can catch. Figment of his imagination. Oh, so they're kind of like these see-through yes. totems. Yeah. So it's a figment of his imagination. Of his imagination. Well, because you're in his mind, right? Right. So, it's, yes. so what you're seeing is what's going on in his head. Gotcha. And there's uh, there's emotional baggage. <laughs> Just a sad piece of luggage. Oh, it's huge. Oh, it's got eyes. And it kind of shows you a little bit about what's going on in oh, his cool. life. Oh, cool. Okay. It's happy now. It's ha it's happy now. Oh, there goes there goes the emotional baggage. No, I thought there was one that shows you a little bit of a uh, like a, a, a cut scene. Okay, about why he's feeling like oh. that. That may be the unlocked memories. Actually, are all emotional baggages sad? Yeah. Okay. Maybe I guess that's one, what maybe makes some them, of them are angry. I guess that right. Yes, that's what makes them baggage. Got that's it. what makes them baggage, baby. Oh, the bully. Okay, I got to kick the shit out of the bully. That's supposed to mean. Is she vo is he voiced by Harley Quinn? Honestly, yeah. Or Bill Burr. <laughs> is that Bill Burr? Is he good? Hair colors, right? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> is this the thing they do? It is. And okay. we're all going to keep doing it. Okay. So a little secret underground tunnel. That's kind of cool. Do you ever find yourself like, am I supposed to be here or not? Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, you know what? The only reason I found it was because I was going after a figment. Oh, yeah. So, so it places it, it there so you're expected oh, to. Oh, shit. Oh. Got to start again. Oh, shit. I got to start again. Okay. This is, uh, this, welcome to the issues of Psychonauts, <laughs> is the platforming definitely gets in the way of the story sometimes. There it is. There it is. Look at him go. Look at the lock. Ah, damn it. <laughs> Mikey, you jinxed me. <laughs> I'm sorry I like supported you. Like the cat and meet the family. <laughs> I got it. Here we go. Everyone Third relax. time's a charm? I didn't say that. I bet it's not. Oh, now you're now you're taking your time because you don't want me to be right. Come on, Almost man. never. Fall. Fall, baby. I dare you. See, I knew that would motivate you. Now I'm correct. <laughs> No matter what happened in that scenario, you're <laughs> exactly. going to be right. Oh, cool. So there's a figment that basically shows you how to get past this next area. You can wall climb. See how it's wall climbing like oh, that? Oh, yeah. 
Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, okay. Hang and shimmy. Hang and shimmy, baby. The hang and shimmy, popular dance move when we were kids. The hang and shimmy. Hey, hang and shimmy. No, because I'm going to call you Slowy Joey. That's not my name. What was that, Slowy? That's funny. That's funny. What's wrong? I keep blowing up. <laughs> What's wrong? I keep blowing up. You can, so me. you can say to him, follow me, I'll help you through the mines, or, well, good luck with that, bye. <laughs> I Like, how in the world would you say bye? This yeah. kid is so adorable. He's so scared. scared. I don't think he has arms either. You know, that's like a real... He's all shoes. I can't do it. Shut up. Not with that goddamn attitude. Oh, oh you blew up. So, okay. You can't do it either, it turns out. You know what? Give me one more try at this. I'm going to leave the kid. That was fun. Now, you want to go out of this and try the milkman level? I feel we'll confident be, we'll in my ability. up a little bit more. I can't wait to keep falling. Okay, Mikey, yes. try to nail this title screen. Okay. I know it's, that's not, oh, actually, as we're playing, a buddy of mine messages me and he says, that's not Psychonauts 2. Ha! Huh? Dude, I've got a podcast to do, Ryan Rakita. 650. So okay. we're going in here. There's some figments. We're in a kitchen. Yep. We're already in this guy's head. Uh, the context of how we got here, I don't quite remember. I just remember <laughs> this being my favorite level, and it turns out it's kind of everyone's favorite level. So this is the guy with the the paranoid schizophrenia. Yeah. Um, so he's at the fridge, eh? Yep. So in okay. the fridge, there's a new power up oh, that I'm going to get called clairvoyance. Clairvoyance, which well, allows you to one. see the world through the eyes of the person you're using it Whoa, on. Yeah. Okay. That's see, that seems important. It's a cool idea because it's like, what do you see in this conspiracy theory? Now we're going to know because we get right. to see through this this guy's head. Who's keep who keeps saying, I don't know where the milkman is. That's what he keeps saying. There you go. Okay, so you're using it on the police officer. Whoa! So everything's written. He's got... Oh, so there's a bunch of photos and everything kind of pinned around the room, but his interpretation of what they mean is now visible in like a fluorescent right. light, which is kind of cool. It looks like a laser tag. Yes, but he's yeah. like drawing <laughs> connections between right. things. and They're watching all the time. So it's cool. You're in his house. It has no windows and it has no door. And I'm assuming what that represents is like when he's deep into his conspiracy theories, yes. he's not leaving. He There's doesn't no want else. anyone looking in. Yeah. Whoa. So speaking of Salvador Dali, maybe this is more like Escher. Yes. The, the streets and stuff are not linear, obviously. They're like going sideways and up and down and or maybe Christopher Nolan in Inception, actually. <laughs> Incredible. This is always the first thing I do. Is what's the way you're not supposed to go? That's exactly the way I'm going. Oh, wow. Jump around into a backyard, which is fenced off by... Barbed wire. Barbed wire. If we got sick playing a dog's life... We may get sick playing this Holy as well. smokes. Am I just... Oh, that was weird. Do you see how they come alive? Yeah, basically everything is alive. There's uh, there's cars with, like, uh, uh, satellites. Stop sign. Stop sign. Interesting. Some metaphor? <laughs> I feel like that's come up six times already. This could possibly not be a metaphor, is it? This couldn't be a metaphor. Oh, here wow, we go. this is cool. Okay, so there's a construction worker. Mikey is holding a stop sign. Oh, if I if I have a stop sign in my hand, this guy lets me go through. Otherwise, yes. he stops me. So here he goes. There's only beyond the yellow line. You guys are road crew workers. <laughs> yes, we work on the road with these <laughs> red signs. I see. <laughs> He's using the red stop sign as a hammer. Yeah, which is basically like, oh, so everyone's everyone's watching me. The, you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. how he kind of envisions. Well, I think that these spies are looking after, like looking for him. Like yes, clearly, exactly. Yeah. 
But again, this is in his mind. So he's envisioning that all the workers are actually spies, right. et cetera, et cetera, And et cetera. everything's looking at him. Mailboxes are looking at him. Yes. People through their houses are looking yes. at him. That's actually kind of cool. This is my stop sign. Welcome to the road crew. There's it a is kind of funny too, because when you think of someone who's paranoid, it's like, well, if I hold this stop sign, yes. they'll think I'm part of the crew. Stop. This is a restricted area. So I think you need different items at different points yeah. in time to get yourself through. I am trimming this hedge. <laughs> I'm sorry. These guys I'm are great. This, yeah, they're great. I'm trimming, I'm this, trimming hedge. this hedge. Can you get over there? I think I can get over here. There you go. Ooh, that was cool. I like this it. Escher style, baby. Yeah. Playing with perspective. All the stairs go nowhere and everywhere. I would buy some cookies, but I don't have any milk. Do you have any idea? Oh, milk. He's looking for the milkman. So we're talking to a little girl who's selling cookies, and we've just creeped a fucking creepy her. man. Well, she's not wrong. Mikey is playing this game. <laughs> oh, what do you think of the aesthetics, the overall aesthetics of this game so far? You know what? It's 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 interesting. Like it is obviously following the tradition of just being very creative in its concept. So it's being very creative in its design. If yes. this was just trying to imitate real life, it wouldn't work. No, I. Agree. But I also think there's a certain element of it being a crutch. Like, everything's weird, so it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Yes. And uh, that is an issue I have with Tim Burton in general. Stop. This is a restricted area. Oh, okay. Well, that's good, though. We, even though we okay, didn't... Okay, so we need to search the graveyard. This okay. is a dead person's area, they said. Find a disguise <laughs> for the graveyard. What do they need in there? This definitely seems like the place... Flowers? Flowers. flowers. Okay, flowers. Oh, there you go. Boyd, fired again. Boyd oh. Cooper. So this is a guy whose head we're in. Right. So he's a security guard. And he gets yelled at by his boss... And he's done. So he leaves. Oh, and he bombs. Sets the, it on fire. Oh, Jesus. And now he's in an asylum. Fired, fired again. again. Holy shit. Fired again. So, a little bit dark. A little okay. bit dark. He killed a bunch of people. Definitely not light. You know what I mean? Wish my loved one was not dead. But <laughs> <laughs> so they're in a graveyard and the, the spies are in a graveyard and going, I wish my loved one was not dead. <laughs> Just imitating what they think. A uh, human being would say. Only way... Is this something with the girls? Is this something with the, the kids? I'm watering. That's nice. Let's see if there's... Oh, shit. You no. know what? Let me try to use clairvoyance on them. What do they oh, say? Oh, that's a good idea. Oh, no. I Wait, zoom back here. That's you. You're in between your legs. Oh, they um, see me as a milk thief. It's got to be something with, with this hedge maze. Can area. you... Hmm. Oh, yo. The I have fly... a feather. Oh. Oh, can you pick a lock? Or is that just so that I can see through the bird's eye? There's so the feather. The feather's in, or the, the, the flower's, the flowers in, in there. So go around to the other All way, right. to the door. See if you can do something with it. Oh, wait. Why don't I do clairvoyance and hit it and see if something changes? No. I'm just trying to think of anything at this point. I know. It's probably so simple. Did I just do something? By Did you hear that noise? You know, when you go through the gate, what the, f what the fuck is that about? What the because fuck is that when about? You, you could see both sides, right? That was the only thing I kept thinking about. So there's a gate that we kept jumping over instead of walking through. That is so dumb, but <laughs> it worked. I it guess. worked. Yeah. If we had just spent more time, like we jumped over it every time. I know. I know. Which is so funny that you're like, well, the, it's cool that the sound cue is what tipped you off. Eh? Yeah. Like little, uh, and then, uh, like little brush leaves. Big risk. And you're taking the Escher jump into the graveyard. 
I do not know whether to remarry or to remain loyal to my Ooh, there was like it's like a, I do not know whether to remarry <laughs> or remain loyal to my loved one. That's fucking hilarious. What were you doing in the cemetery? Are you a grieving widow? Where are your flowers? Oh, you picked up an item. Well now Oh, oh it sent you back to, to where you that's cool. Some of those sewer workers are involved, I think. You'll need one of these. A plunger. Oh shit, a, a gun. gun? I also don't Holy. like the child going, now uh, we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> I've been waiting this whole time for a fucking gun. Milk is it's fake, though. Yeah, but that's fucking dark. dark. Also, I um, don't believe him that it's fake. Okay, so now basically we got to go check the... Okay. Wherever the sewer is. I thought it was a plunger, but I could be wrong. I thought it was too... Is it right there? Yes. It is right there. Can I or jump maybe then? you can just jump straight in. Get a gun out just in case you fall in there. This is risky. Oh, oh. that is so dumb. That is so dumb. <laughs> That's where they draw the line? So Andrew just tried to take a jump off on an angle that would have worked. Also, I think that the solutions that we had to these problems are way more creative than the actual solutions. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Where do we find the plumber thing? You know what? I feel like I got a good sense of this level, though. Oh, yeah, do you want to no, definitely... take some time to talk about it? Let's. Why don't we talk about it, Mike? Let's talk about it. It's a novel concept. The Machine Gun Kelly special. Talking about it. Talking about you, Em. Has anyone done this joke yet? Psycho. Nots. I think the joke that they should have done okay. are Psycho Nots. You... Listen, <laughs> let me start again. <laughs> this is part of the joke. This is part of the joke. It's good, it's good lead up. There are two types of people in this world. This is the beginning of the Oh, I, okay. There are two. You can't interact. As I'm I do so this. sorry. There are two types of people in this world. What are they? Thanks for playing along. No problem. I got there you. are psycho R's oh. and there are psycho R nots. And welcome back to the retrograde. Hi, guys. Uh, we I'm, just played psycho nots. This, I'm a, I'm a much more stripped down version of myself now. How so? Well, we're on camera. I got to be careful. About? Uh, just the way I put myself out there. Um, I got a face that people are, are now going to know. So maybe I'll be walking down the street and someone will say, you're that guy that talks about kids all the time. <laughs> don't love that. <laughs> I don't love that. I feel like it's more shameful when you can see my face saying it and you can see the cold dead eyes behind what I'm right. saying. Right. You're like, oh, that guy does look like one of those. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just waiting for you to get heckled in the streets and just, uh, not in the sheets. Uh, of uh, Mikey, you got to finish. Well, I guess that's also in the sheets too. That's, that uh, is, well, I think it would be the opposite of that in the sheets. It would it would be... Um, can maybe, we, can we, we go again? Uh, we better be able to go again. <laughs> yeah. How do we restart? 12 <laughs> minutes? I thought that was just the name of a game. Hey, hey-o. Hey-o. Actually, 12 minutes. Satisfied. 12 minutes. Very happy with that. What are we, what is this, a marathon? What are we trying to, is it like, is it a personal best where you're trying to go like, <laughs> it's impressive how long I can last. <laughs> Who no says one, that? No one's having fun at that point. No, it's exhausting. We know we're men. <laughs> and our opinions are the ones you need to, no, I don't even believe what I'm saying. Okay, so we just played Psychonauts. We did. Um, Andrew, uh, yeah. I want to, listen, I want to, I want you to guide me. I want you, I want you to take <laughs> oh, me, I want you to take me on a journey. Okay. Of your first experience playing Psychonaut. Let's pretend that I'm little Mikey Raz. <laughs> just running around your, your little dinky head. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> this is. This is so confusing. Uh, apropos of this game, Just I think. like the MC Escher style map we played. Oh, God. I think my brain is going to see that for a while. Yeah. Um, okay, so 
This game was not what I expected. We should have turned the cameras on upside down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're back. Ah. <laughs> it's just rotating yeah. constantly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, so it, it wasn't at all what I what I thought. I, you know, by the animation style, just by the characters that I've seen and stuff, I, I figured that part that, oh, it's going to be kind of chunky and it's going to be yep. its own unique style. You need to figure out what you what you are and what you do. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and you had all summer. And uh, so it, in that part, I totally got that. I yeah. knew that that was going to happen. But the whole mental aspect of it, which I guess is the premise, and so I, I'm just, I'm completely blind in this one, but is... Again, making fun of the blind. I, I, just no, I'm one of them. Well. I know. I, I I feel common <laughs> sense among uh-huh. people. Uh, is uh, <laughs> there? But you know, like a lot of things. I believe that, you corrected my use of words earlier this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so easy. Is um, you know, with this game, is that like a lot of like a lot of like on the surface childhood things, like Pixar movies or other things. You're like, these are for kids, right? But they're not. And not really. There not is depth to this game that is truly impressive. You know, not only is the writing really interesting, and it's not like, you know, like Monkey Island we talked about or, you know, other comedy games where, like, it's so funny. Right. And it's funny because they tell jokes. Yeah. This isn't that funny. So that's kind of what I, what I was trying to get at. That's that's well put. That's kind of what I was trying to say about the dialogue itself yes. being good. That's what I remember, as opposed to it just being like, isn't everyone's name real funny? Yeah. And I worried that the dialogue itself- He stepped in poop. <laughs> That is funny, though. But that is very funny. That is really That's funny. That's an example of both. <laughs> that, that it can be bo- farts as well for me. Oh, I, I find those endlessly amusing. Farts hilarious. Um, but I was worried that it would be like, the funniest thing about it is the look and feel of the characters. Right. But there is some real intelligence that goes into the dialogue. Uh, and just the overall atmosphere. You know, you're running around, like you kept talking about the voice actors oh, in the Milkman level. It. Where they have like a one item and they're like, this is how we know who we are. We have, we identify ourselves by the the stop sign. (laughs) And then each of them have different dialogue uh, or different voice lines that are so absurd to hear workers, like construction workers saying, or people who are just pretending to be like, you know, you have flowers. Mm -hmm. So it's like anyone who, who has flowers in the cemetery they know that that's where they're supposed to be. Yes. Um, And you can imagine like a paranoid schizophrenic being like, if I have this, then I feel like I fit in. Like, yes. I, like that's where his mind will go, right? Mm-hmm. But the voice lines in those situations are so absurd. Like, I feel bad. Should I marry someone new or <laughs> mourn my loved one more? Like, <laughs> nice watering can. How much did you purchase that for? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, little exactly. things like that. We're like, that's an odd way of saying that. Um, are so funny, and they say it so flatly and stuff. And I think that's only a combination of, you know. It's not obviously trying to give you the the full sense of paranoia. That right. would be horrific. Horrific. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's the idea of saying, I'm going to let you touch into the idea of this. Right. Give you, um, you know, an Say essence idea of one more time. What? Say idea one more time. What's the idea <laughs> of paranoia? And that idea makes you think that you have the ideas of paranoia. Oh, I got an idea. Yeah, what's that? Do you? No, it's the only word I can think of. Oh, idea. you're right. That this is a trap. It's a t- it's a trap, man. <laughs> it's an it's an Akbar all over again. So, is it, no the level, especially the milkman, which is the famous one, yes. and you know the kind of the the notable level with this game is that by the end you did feel like people are watching you. Yes. Like it, even if it isn't for you know horror sake or like real seriousness sake, it gets the message across. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I think that's really impressive because there's points where you laugh, there's points where you're frustrated, but you're never ever confused on what is happening around the level yeah did you feel like what we were worried the gameplay mechanics themselves have started to feel a little bit dated yeah like the platforming aspect of it is not 
there's just so much better in the last 16 years. If than, anything, it just feels a little stale, doesn't it? Like yeah. it's like it's like yes, I can jump over a fence or something like that, but it doesn't feel floaty or fun in the way that like a modern Mario game will feel. Well, for sure, and you know, even to the point that like it's a well-written game about a really novel concept. It's almost adding this platforming aspect feeling like very like ancillary and superficial to it. I think the problem is in 2005 versus the game in 2021 is they would just not include it now. They that's, would go like, that's a good point. They'd have the confidence game. to say, all we're giving you is this story. That's right? so funny. The confidence was the word I was going to say. Yeah. You just didn't have the confidence back then to go like, well, we still need to make it video gaming, right. whatever the hell right. that means. Right. So we may need to make them jump onto a few platforms. For some reason, the road's out here. Right. Why? Right. It doesn't matter. Granted, you know, it would be like, if the platforming were good, you could get a ton of, of, of uh, gameplay right. out of this console. Concept, yes. which is why I am excited to play Psychonauts 2 and that may be the next game that I play I don't oh, know who knows sake. but Jesus I Christ. listen at I here's one thing is is this game we talk about games that get in their own way a lot yes. Dog's Life was one of them yes uh, this game feels like that as well where it's like I want to enjoy this <sighs> hmm. but instead I'm just rolling around this crazy very difficult to decipher level looking for the problem to which I'm supposed to find a solution. And I don't even know what that is, right? right? Like it's not very clear for a game that gets a lot right in terms of not handheld, not, not hand holding, but showing rather than telling what you're mm -hmm. supposed to be doing by mm -hmm. like having figments in, in the, the first training level. Yeah. Uh, climb up a ladder so it's like oh this is where I'm supposed to go or or uh, uh, climb across a ledge which we hadn't done before but you're like oh if the figment's doing it I'm sure I can do it right kind of teaching you how to do things without explicitly telling you there's also levels like this where it just really lets you fend for yourself yeah and it's like yeah, yeah, man yeah. a little bit more direction would have been nice there oh for sure I'm, I'm totally I'm totally with you um that being said, though, I don't know if that's a full failure for me because it is such a small aspect of the game. I I, I do agree. Where the the strongest parts, where it feels most confident in, really carry this this the game in general. Tell me whether you felt this as well. Um, playing a game for for a podcast, mm -hmm. knowing that there's you know we're being sort of timed, we have to get to point, we have to stay entertaining, which to me is not very difficult, but I know that you struggle with that. Um, the well, we're playing. <laughs> <laughs> Why well, that felt mean on your own, like really. Like, oh, was, okay. Jesus Christ. Because um, <laughs> um, well, when, when it is truthful, like it, oh, it hurts you. Know I mean? The best jokes are semi-truthful, right? That's good, yeah. <laughs> no, the, um, uh, but I felt rushed uh -huh. to figure it out. Whereas, honestly, if we weren't playing this on a podcast and we went to, there was this area where there was kind of a hedge maze and a locked door. Yes. And frankly, a very arbitrary puzzle to figure out. Um, we would have spent enough time in there tooling around knowing that that was kind of the only place left for us yeah. to figure out. We knew that the item we needed was on the other side of the door, but instead we kind of moved ourselves elsewhere to keep the dialogue fresh, like yeah. to keep things moving. If I were just playing it on my own, I think I would have figured it out a lot quicker. Right. As opposed to being like, let's go check something new and make sure we can have something new to talk about. Right. right. Yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying, but like there are certain... The, the level, like, let's just go back to the Milkman level because I think it's a good example yeah. of what this game is like. It kind of gave you a little bit of everything, yeah. right? And maybe maybe that's the best version they thought they were putting out there. And I can't really disagree with them. Like, I think I think one of anything too many times will right. not give you, you know, the results you need, right? But but there were certain aspects where it's like, okay, yeah. they, you know, the level's kind of crazy and they're still jumping, but they're still like clue finding. And then there's this right. and they're like, well, there's a lot going on and it keeps you engaged most of the time. So I find that to be very impressive. Yeah, as much as I felt rushed to figure out the next thing, I didn't feel rushed to the point of being frustrated. Like right. I, I was, yes. I was like, 
I was like, I guess if I have to check every house, I'll do it. But yeah. it didn't feel like a chore because the game is still charming, super charming it is. at all points. And that level that, like you mentioned, that it feels like it's all encompassing of everything the game can do. Every single level feels unique in this game. And I loved that about it. There's a level where you're basically like a... a uh, uh, it, it's called like the lungfish. Like you're you're a lungfish, and you go into the mind of of I think it is the fish itself, and you're just this giant, terrifying fish, just like stepping on all these little buildings oh and stuff like that. Like uh, what what's the name of the Japanese monster? A ko, koji, uh, uh, what are those? Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, but what is Godzilla? Godzilla is a kaiju. Kaiju, a kaiju. You basically become a kaiju. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and and it's super fun. So like the levels are very varied. Very varied. <laughs> sounds cool. I don't know why I'm stopping to draw attention to that. Finger guns to the camera. Finger guns. It sounds cool. Very varied. Uh, and and I, it, this makes me excited to try out those new levels, and especially to see what Psychonauts 2 has to bring to the what, what are you? What are you well, about? I can't talk about getting new games now because you're going to be like, you are you can't do that. Yeah, well, it's... it's <laughs> yeah, well, honestly... You the, call me every night, and you say, Mikey, <laughs> did you buy another game? And I say... Right after this game of Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. If you have a better name for no Overwatch September instead of September, it's cold. We're as putting Overwatch on freeze. Or putting, something like that. That might have been better than the first guess. If you have one out there that you have, I'd love to hear it because we are, I'm going to remind Mikey of it four times next yes. month. Uh, September eight me if I play. Overwatch. It's getting better. So, uh, and we're on the same team. So I need you and I to work together, D-pads. Um, okay. <laughs> like, I've lost you where you where we don't finish. But why don't we get into the scoring of this game? Let's do it. Let's do it. So uh, you, as as we mentioned, haven't played this game before, right? Oh, no, I, I didn't have. know. I, I guess I hadn't, yeah. Uh, I no, I did, now that I think about it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to draw attention to that, <laughs> just in case you fuck up this past score. Uh, but basically, what we would usually yeah. do is actually rate and review the game as we remember it when we played it as kids, because Andrew uh, doesn't have experience having played it back in the day, which I'll reiterate. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're going to give it a rating, your first rating out of four bits, is going to be your rating based on what you think you would have thought of it had okay. you played it back in the day. I'm actually going to rate it based on what I thought of it back in the day because I, I did play the game. Right. And then we're going to uh, rate it and review it as it holds up in the modern day against likes okay. of modern games like Overwatch, like 12 Minutes, like... Keep naming games you haven't finished. Psychonauts 2, <laughs> Batman Arkham Asylum, Death Stranding, can't say that because I did finish it. Okay, so why don't you take us away with your review okay. out of four bits? Um, I, I Okay, so this would have hit in a really interesting point, 2005... Uh, you know, I, I am, I'm becoming a man. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I am, I'm smoking, I'm drinking. No, I, I, I wouldn't have been, you know, that crazy old, but I would have, uh, I would have enjoyed this game. It would have felt a slightly a bit childish for me at the time. Okay. I think just on, just on the actual, you know, look and feel of the graphics, but I would have totally engaged with the actual storytelling. Right. I think I would have loved that idea of the creativeness and the problem solving. There are certain amounts of problem solving in video games where you're like, well, this is fucking impossible. Right. Or it's too easy. Finding that middle ground is really hard. Yes. And and really says something, you know, quite creative because you do have to be tremendously creative about how to engage somebody that's played a bunch of video games and knows all the tricks and trades yep. and all that kind of stuff. This game absolutely does that. So I would have enjoyed it, but I don't think I would have fully given all my time to it because this would have been very much a shooting and sports game phase for me. Sure. I'm going to give it three out of four. Three out of four. Uh, I, I hear everything you're saying there. It did definitely land a bit better for me. Okay. I was in that phase of like, 
the quirkier, the better. You know, ah. like, give me Tim Burton, give and, me Edward Scissorhands. And you never left that phase. And I never left that phase, <laughs> except I don't like Tim Burton anymore. Um, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but because of that, this just felt like the first time I'd experienced <laughs> yeah. a game that was given the same sort of love as a Tim Burton movie. Yeah. You know, the comp- I fell in love with Tim Schafer. So much so that a couple years later, I tweeted at him when he when he released Costume Quest. I think I told this story on the podcast. Uh, and I said something along the lines. It was like supportive, but saying like, oh, it would have been great to have dialogue or something uh, because I love the dialogue and the performances in, in Psychonauts. Right. It was a huge element of it for me. And he responded to me and I got that tweet notification while I was in a lecture in university. And I... I held my phone to my chest and I got up and just left and sat out in the hallway like, wow. (laughs) (laughs) That's adorable. Yeah. Um, But because of that uh, uh, and and the impression that this left on me, I'm giving this one a three and a half out of four. It still had its issues with controls. Yes. Those clearly have permeated into the modern day, a little bit less forgivable back in the day. I mean, we're talking 2005. Resident Evil 4 came out and that was a revolutionary way to have a camera and controls. Um, You've got other games in 2005 like uh, uh, Mercenaries Playgrounds, Time Splitters, Future Perfect, which is a good game, Mario Kart DS, Age of Empires 3, uh, Dead or Alive. Not a great year for games except Shadow of the Colossus came out. Oh, uh, and The Warriors came out and God of War came out. Why were they burying the lead with this <laughs> list? Holy shit. Um, uh, so a lot a lot of games uh, were, like they did have that element of, of, uh, uh, of uh, kind of pushing the, the genre you forward okay? a little bit. Yeah. Dude, I, there's a word that I can't think of that is v- innovation. Holy moly. Oh, innovation. Yeah. Um, I think the word you're looking for? Ideas. Ideas, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I had an idea of what I wanted it to say, but I just It helps explain almost any concept. Any, uh, uh, or any idea. <sighs> there you go. So, okay. Andrew, why don't you give us a... So, that's a three in... I don't know why I'm reviewing this yeah, now. I'm know. flustered. You're in, you're in trouble right now. You're uh, in a lot of trouble. I'm floundering. <laughs> so, with my three and your three and a half, that's a six and a half out of eight. Okay, pretty good. Pretty good score. Not bad. Um, okay, I'll do the modern Discord here. Okay. The, games like this are the games that I constantly think about when it comes to this podcast. It's a perfect game for this podcast. Right. Because it is flawed, and there's no way you could look at me in the face if you love it, it's your per- favorite game of all time, and go, really, controls and graphics and cameras haven't gotten better in 2021? Yes. Yeah. That's impossible to right. say. But mm-hmm. the concept of the game, being as innovative, wink, as as it is tackling a subject that in my mind has not been tackled in video games to this degree, I think it's just fascinating. And in that way, it will never die. Right. And so even though there are the actual bones about it that will get so much better, the idea will be the thing that progresses it and keeps going back to it and why this game should get a remake and actually should go back and be played. I love this game three and a half out of four. It is, it's amazing. And I will think about it constantly. It's one of those games, Mikey, that when we were playing here and we're like, okay, we should wrap it up. We got to record the podcast. I always like kept playing. Cause I'm like, well, no, let's figure it out. hundred percent. That's engaging. And that's special three and a half out of four. It's, it's another one of those situations where we get quiet playing because we're just engrossed in the world. Totally. And and I agree. I think that as much as I was worried that this game would age poorly for the reasons of bad controls and and clunkiness and and just overall like maybe making you do things in the realm of platforming that you you didn't necessarily have to do, we could have just enjoyed the game as it was. Mm-hmm. All of that was also true back in the day. Yes. This is an era yes. where like there were good platformers. I recognized back in the day the platforming wasn't good, yeah. and yet I played it in spite of that because the story was so great. The platforming is in no way unplayable. It's still just clunky, but the end result is kind of fun. There's a simplicity to this game in all the collecting, uh, in in the in the storytelling, and and the movement. Where like when you die, it doesn't quite feel punishing, mm-hmm. with the exception of the meat circus. But 
it does feel like okay, I got my my wrist slapped a little bit, but yeah. I'm gonna keep going. Why not? Right. I'm I'm struggling. I. Wow, you're really struggling. I I really am. You you went a three and a half out yeah. of four, right? And uh, and I'm 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 right there with you. Yeah, you know what? I'm going three and a half as well. All right. And the reason for that is is I think this was peak Tim Schaefer. Okay. I think this was the best game that he's done. And I think every time another game comes out by him, I'm looking for this game. Right. And yes, the controls are not as good as what no. I would expect, but going back and playing it, I laughed at the dialogue. Mm-hmm. When when uh, uh, Bobby, the bully, uh, uh, did his little dance that he did, yeah. I was brought right back into a kid. Like, <laughs> like just, just fun and quirky in a way and treated with love uh, with a budget behind it that made it, like you said, kind of initially seem like an indie game, but was treated much bigger than right. that. So uh, three and a half as well for me. So can I ask what two scores were you going between? Three and three and a half. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Just, just because of the, it does feel a little bit more empty than I remember. It does feel a little bit more flat, but I think the pacing of the game is such that you never have to spend too much time on anything. So right. it never really overstays its welcome. Oh, so there you go. So a total score of 13 and a half. It's, uh, not, at a 16. Not bad. Not bad at all. Not bad. Well, Andrew, I think that leaves us with, uh, uh, with just one more thing to do. Yeah, is uh, it? Oh, no, wait. Oh, actual music's got to be played. That, oh, how that is actual music. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to the bully. That okay. grotesque character. <laughs> Let's hear an orchestra play. You've been waiting for it all year. The most glamorous award ceremony of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, the Grady's. Wow. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh. All the characters are here. They're dressed so wonderfully. Guys, you don't have to stand off camera. You yeah, come, come on, on, come on. Oh, they're you know, shy. They're, they're shy. a little shy. Okay. Uh, yeah, and the love child between uh, that that occurred during the orgy of Carrot Top, Napoleon Dynamite, and Bill Burr <laughs> is also standing off stage. Uh, <laughs> wow. What a, what a grotesque looking human being. But yes. there's Elliot, the opposite Elliot. of a grotesque looking human being. Elliot, uh, uh, I see you standing there with your goggles on, your little yep. steampunk goggles on. Those are cute. Yeah. And uh, I, I noticed you have no, uh, usually you pull your envelope out of somewhere, but the, you, there's no envelope to pull it's in his mind. It's mind. He's, yeah. he, he read our minds and he wow. already knew what the award was going to be. That's good. On theme, I got to appreciate how on theme Elliot is every the week. The budget that goes into his costumes. I know. And and the thought that goes into imagining how he's yeah. going to announce these Wait, things. Wait, what the hell? Okay, well, whatever. We'll get into that later. Tell us what, in your mind, this game has won. He fits like an old glove compartment. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. And the wine cellar. Oh, I mean, what a year. Amazing. What a year. What a year. What a year. It's a vintage. The fits like an old glove compartment. Current score above a seven. Hey. I mean, that is good. That is very good. That is good. It's not above seven. It is above seven. Three and a half and a three and a half. Oh, the current uh, score is. Yeah, current score. Current I'm score. sorry. I thought you meant the old score. Yes. No, oh, no, 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 no. okay. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. then it yeah, definitely yeah. is above seven. Three and a half and three and a half is seven. Is seven. So it's seven or above. Yes. So <laughs> listen, <laughs> we've just done 45 seconds on agreeing with each other. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and it also, obviously, <laughs> the wine cellar where the current score is higher than the retro score. Right. That is. And it was? And it was. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, okay, good. It was. Um, I. What's your favorite award? Seven's bigger than six and a half, and I want to agree with everyone. I just want everyone to know that I agree with that. What's my favorite award? The 
Uwe Boll. Oh, is it? Yeah. I, I think it's just, it's a funny name and it's a it's a funny idea that this game sucks so bad and we devote an hour and a half to That's, it. Is, it's funny to someone. <laughs> it's funny to someone. It's very like nihilistic. Like, yeah. It's very, like, ah. I, I love the wine cellar. It's my favorite because just the idea of a game getting better with age is, oh, chef's yeah. kiss. <laughs> I think you've done that every time the wine cellar has been given out. You're like, Oh, yeah, because it's great. It's yeah. great. I want to kiss all the chefs every time I hear about this. <laughs> or maybe it shouldn't be chef's kiss. Maybe it should be the... Oh. Ugh. Connoisseur's swirl. The sommelier. The s- yes. But also a connoisseur. <laughs> yeah, a connoisseur. I guess yeah. they are the connoisseur. Or chef but, is a connoisseur but, of food. But sommelier swirl sounds a lot better. Yes, that sounds uh, like a wrestling move in the, uh, in the 1980s. <laughs> by, by a French person I hated. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you hate him? He was French. Oh, he's fancy. I hate this guy. <laughs> um, yeah, so, okay. Well, those are two really good awards and very, you know, very deserved. Like, this game was a lot of fun. And I, I you have sold me. Tim Schaefer has sold me. This this podcast has sold me. I'm excited for Psychonauts 2. Andrew, are you going to play Psychonauts 2? We'll find out. We will find out next week. Wouldn't it be great if that's how we ended the episode? Just that, just for and that that's one it. time. It goes to black. Like People the would lose their goddamn minds. You gotta it make sure be... their phone, does your phone die? Did what? something <laughs> die? Did someone die? No, you just top things for the retrograde podcast. Those little Google answer things. <laughs> Did Mikey and Andrew die? And there's like, no. Oh, and, okay. then, and then below that is when will Mikey and Andrew die? <laughs> yeah. It's a Kotaku article. Being like, <laughs> Soon. All right, cool. Um, so there you go. There's Psychonauts. Yes. I, a great game, and I'm so so glad we played it. I'm like, glad I really, you loved it. I'm I really, really buzzing right now. I'm glad you loved it, and I'm glad it held up because that is a game that I've always cherished. Right, uh, and it's not every time that I recommend a uh, you know quote unquote retro game, and it does actually hold up to my expectations, especially yes. when I'm playing it in the room with the person that I'm trying desperately to impress. Oh, okay, good. Well, let's find out next week if Mikey impresses Andrew only on the Retrograde Podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We love every single one of you, and we can't wait to talk to you soon. My my name's Andrew Bascom, and with me, as always, the bad boy of podcasting, Mr. Bebop himself, Mikey Aaronworth. This is the Retrograde Podcast. Game over. Thank you so much for listening to the Retrograde Podcast. We look forward to recording this podcast all week long, and we hope you guys look forward to listening to it. You know how we got into retro video game podcasting for the money and the babes? We're really in it for the ratings and reviews. Money is ratings. Reviews are babes. Please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you enjoy podcasts. For any business inquiries, you can always email the Retrograde Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Retrograde Pod. And you can find Andrew on Twitter at Retrograde Andy. And then Mikey at Retrograde Mikey. Instagram at The Retrograde Podcast. And remember, Find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash the retrograde podcast for all of your non-essential but very much enjoyable content. We don't ask that you give us much, apart from joining our Patreon. But what we do ask is that you join this community that we've grown. Also, yeah. give us some of your blood. <laughs> yeah. I want some of your hair in a bag. Thanks for listening. From your two dads. <laughs> Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. You're the only person I feel comfortable peddling such crap with. <laughs>